0: what's up hidden shadows uh it's your boy alex thank you for joining us on the podcast today for first time listeners we are a movie review podcast uh except we don't hate ourselves and uh try to find everything wrong with the movies we review we try to stay a little bit on the positive side of things because at the end of the day we are still movie fans uh once again my name is Alex, and with my two homies, Khan, aka Jr. and Nikonsi, uh, we release episodes every Friday. Today we reviewed Gemini Man, starring Will Smith and Will Smith and Benedict Wong and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And Will Smith again. Uh it, it was a super dope movie, guys. Uh I really had fun. Um Recording this episodes, Uh, we got into some weird, silly tangents as usual, but I think that adds a little bit of spice or cinnamon uh, to our movie reviews, and that's just for you guys. We do that for you. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it, and please, if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. Give us a five-star rating so that we can shout you out on the next episode, and you can write whatever you want uh you know or ask us questions about the movies we reviewed and we'll d- discuss it for for a little bit on the following episode you know we want to hear from you guys and we want to hear your guys's thoughts on these movies as well and and get those opinions out there uh but i think that's it for me so enjoy the episode Like it. Uh hey guys. Uh welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast. And um I I am Alex.
1: Are you Is
0: it Thank you for thank you for checking, Junior. Yes, I am in fact Alex. What's up, fam? I don't like being junior.
1: I'm going to be JR so I can drop bars.
0: <laughs> bars. <laughs> <laughs> bars. June, you still stuck in like Nikanti's hype man mode right now? Yeah, he's a pretty good hype man. Pretty good. I like it. No, yeah. yeah I, I, I feel like, it. like it's contagious. Like I feel motivated. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> J R with fuck the yeah, bars. dude. Like totally fuck yeah. Yeah, who let that white guy into the rap show? Fuck yeah,
2: dude. It's like, fuck yeah. I don't
0: like it. I don't like it when he does that.
2: I don't. Yeah. So, uh, yo, we got a busy busy month this month, but also a busy month next month because it is our favorite time of the year, the San Diego Asian Film Festival. Yes. And they got a new feature, uh, actually on their website right now, where you can watch the trailers and then hit the heart button, and you make your own
0: schedule of movies you want to see. Uh, so dude, you can help. So, where, is this oh, on that on their Instagram, or where is this on? It's on their website. On their website s d
2: a f f dot com.
0: That's cool. That's exciting. Alright guys, welcome to this freaking uh, beautiful movie podcast uh, called Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, and today uh, we are going to review the powerful Gemini Man, starring Will Smith and Will Smith, and and Mary Elizabeth uh, Winsteed, Winstead. Weinstein, and, I don't, Weinstein, and who else? Uh, hold on, I will tell you right now. Benedict, Beca- oh Benedict Wong, yes. yes, sir, Benedict Wong.
1: I was so happy to see him. I was happy. That was so funny. You were Me too. funny.
0: I wasn't there, but I bet he was. I'm doing the I thing w- where I agree with everything.
1: actually don't fall for that he's doing a (laughs) different thing with what i agreed with he's doing doing. a different thing that he's still not going to tell us i'm in agreement with his
0: agreement
2: yeah but how about clive owen i was like who is that guy he looks so familiar (laughs) good old clive good old clive Clive owen what is he from He's from a lot of things, but he basically, you know, you sprinkle Clive in, like you sprinkle chives in.
0: And then you got an Amelette du flamage.
2: That's right. He was in um, Inside Man with Denzel Washington. The Informer. Uh, Children of Men, which are fantastic movies. Um, yeah, he's in a lot of movies. A lot of movies.
0: That's cool that's fantastic um, I I want to give my impressions of this movie and I want to talk about a factoid that uh, Nekansi brought to our attention and that is uh, the fact that Ang Lee shot this movie in 120 uh, frames per second and essentially no US this movie theater could play is, it
1: at This them. is the craziest part that I found out after uh right had after. already, after Nicanci had already told me that, I did some deep uh-huh. diving on it. It goes even okay. further. He fucking oh shot this shit in 8K resolution at 120 frames. Yeah, it's even the fuck fucking out. more insane. Yeah, but we couldn't even oh see it in 8K. That's that's we, like. That's they, the, the thing movie that's like,
2: theaters only supported. Uh, 2K at 120 frames per second.
1: We like we were lucky that we even got the 120. Like most theaters, I think are doing it at 4K 60, if that. And I think that's the about only yeah. like the only setup that uh I could uh, when I was looking through other articles and shit for it. The only setup that actually had the 8K 120, like full setup, was the premiere night in China. And they didn't get to keep that set up. It was literally only for the premiere. Insane.
2: When you saw it, Alex, um, how were the frames per second? Because I don't know how they sh- they played it for like
0: a regular showing. Uh, I don't feel like it was lacking anything. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought it was really good quality but uh when i read your article uh my mind was just kind of like oh shit like what how much better could it have gone you know what i mean if i if i watched it at how it was it was shot and how ang lee intended it intended for it to be seen so when you watched mm -hmm. it did it look weird at all okay so and this is actually one of my what the fuck moments The only time it did look weird uh was at the end of the movie i I'll, I'll go into more detail about that, but yeah during the end of the movie I think that's when it was very apparent that okay uh there's there's an issue with the quality um that that is that was very very obvious and and I was kind of like, what the fuck like this is so this is such a contrast from the rest of the movie so what about you guys? How was your experience?
2: Uh, that's pretty. That's actually pretty interesting. I, yeah. I actually didn't like the high frame per second. I'm gonna be a negative concy on this review. Whoa! I the, didn't like it. Instead of It took it took me out of out of the film. Uh, oh, interesting. The only parts that were really spectacular was their use of 3d when we got it because in the article angley talks about how um for the 3d it you kind of lose some of the 3d when it's it's not moving as fast and realistic so when they had the 3d i was like whoa this looks crazy but when, right. but when there was no uh, use of three D, then it was, it looked like a uh, soap opera ish to me.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Um, where yeah, where it,
0: it just it just looks almost fake and plasticky. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean. That kind of uh, <laughs> the young and the restless type quality, where you feel like it was. Per, it, know, it was like yeah, where was like a it was VHS like a, camera. It wasn't yeah. a
1: particularly good set to showcase 3D, and so it, it's you're like you're like looking at like like a Star Trek set where you're like yeah, I that that's some there's some cardboard over there and some lincoln lights. So they didn't need to do <laughs> a lot. But one of my favorite
2: parts where the high frames per second really blended well was uh. One of the last fight scenes. And that oh. that was spectacular in 3D with 120 frames per second.
0: Mm, I, look, I bet it was. I
2: looked at Junior and I was like, oh shit, finally. Finally, so we get some for, good shit.
1: Yeah, for you, it was like... Like for you. me, I was like,
2: finally, this is what I was waiting for. For it mm, to be... Right. It looked... Extremely smooth, and it was ah, oh, you could see everything. It was like you weren't missing anything.
0: All right, so, um, frames per second aside, uh, I think uh, I'd like to actually just mention that the movie itself was pretty damn good. Uh, I thought that the that Will Smith. You know, he even though like I follow him on Instagram, which is one of like the downsides of like knowing actors' personal lives is that sometimes you can't get sucked into the character. I thought Will did a fantastic job of portraying uh, Henry. Yeah, because I was uh sometimes. Go ahead. Yeah, because sometimes I agree with you. Sometimes you're like, oh, that's
2: just that's Will Smith on camera.
0: Yeah. Nah, I mean I saw Henry the Loner, the lone assassin who was just trying to retire and who was tactical and 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 doesn't trust people easily and and is ruthless when he needs to be. It was it was cool. I I thought he did a fantastic story uh, job and I think he 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 pushed the plot along really well.
1: In a very different way from Joker. This movie had to have Will Smith carry it. Because he's two characters is weird,
0: ah, <laughs> uh, true to that man, like uh, um, there's so many things I want to talk about. What about his supporting uh cast? I thought they were great they we were already mentioned oh, they them,
1: were but... a lot of fun and they were good foils in my opinion. There was a lot of different things going on in the movie that like like if you wanna be super nitpicky didn't flow correctly, but at mm. the same time, they flowed well enough. Uh, this is, like, and the reason I'm saying it like that is because, like, like I get where you're saying. Will Smith as Henry, this, like, re- like super old, re- like, I'm retiring assassin who's been through a lot of shit but still has, like, part of his personality, part of his soul together. Right. I wouldn't say that he was, like, a lone assassin so much as he was so job-focused. Like, he was really mission-focused and was really good on covering his ass but and being human about it. Because, like, the whole point of... Uh, I can't remember the character's name right now because I saw I, all I see was Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. Oh, her name was Danny. Yeah. So, kind of like the whole point of Danny even being saved in the first place was really well done on Angley's part, the writer's part, and Will Smith's part because it doesn't occur to me. Like, I've, I was confused. Like, why exactly are you saving this bitch? Oh, because she, like, is getting caught in the crossfire. Okay, that's fair. And then later on, like you said, like, that ruth, that, that kind of ruthlessness is, like, no, I'm legitimately just covering my ass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I thought and, that, that and was a really cool... Not only cool, that, but, like, like, a sense of, like, loyalty uh, or, or a sense of, like, hey, I know they're going to fuck you in the ass and you're genuinely a good person. And I... I, I I'm tired of like just putting another uh you know tally mark on my conscience to look at so I'm gonna I'm gonna save you yeah you know what like, I'm saying it
1: was it was still a deep enough character with some of the with like in my opinion good motivations and it was a it developed well I'm just saying that at the same time like if you're being really nitpicky I can see people being like well like but like why if you're such a badass why didn't you just kill her because the whole point of the sure. movie is he still has part of his conscience, right like that's what separates him yeah.
0: from his Gemini man Uh, yeah no and plus like I, I think Danny's character was fantastic I thought um, Baron who was uh, uh, Benedict Wong's uh, character I thought he was great uh, he's a very charismatic and lovable character. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. Do you guys have any other impressions you guys want to get into about the movie? Or you guys want to jump into some badass moments?
2: I, I thought I was kind of um, unimpressed with Clive Owen as the villain. I mean, I understand his purpose. Uh, but it was kind of like, you know, your typical ha 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 I've had this plan forever and after we've seen so many good movies this month I was like meh but it was a good time and Uh, yeah Will Smith he's just fantastic I yeah (laughs) well does it again yeah when he at the beginning when he has his uh, sniper shot and he's having the conversation with that kid over the f- over the phone that recorded it. That was uh-huh. that was a hilarious little bit. And it was like Will Smith was like, Oh yeah, I guess I guess that was pretty clean, but I've just been doing it for
0: so long. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I did I did enjoy that little I think that was like for the sniper nerds for sure. You know I what do I mean?
1: agree with uh there were like I can't necessarily fault Clive Owen so hard, but we have been th- spoiled with a lot of other good <laughs> movies this year, especially. And like with good villains, right? Yeah. Like his, like I understand the character development they went for is they were trying to portray him. Not so much as a like inherently bad, like supervillain and more of a, like, like, okay, but you're my son. Like, that was the angle they were going for. And unfortunately, we were all already convinced from the get-go that, like, who the fuck steals and clones somebody and has him ordered to kill his original self? Like, this is fucked up. <laughs> I think that if they would have just cut the
2: movie, uh, maybe made it, like, 20 minutes shorter, it would have been a better pace. Probably right. Just two yeah. two hours for
0: for um, this type of movie was just a little too long. I think I agree. I think that uh, uh, they didn't need to flesh out too much, uh, and and they could have just let the action do the talking and and just wrap it up. But um, that, I mean, that's a thin o- line
1: because also Alex, like, it's too simple of a plot not enough characters development,
0: then you're not interested. But I think what Nikonsi was talking about was just kind of in this case uh, Clives. Yeah.
1: Clive's like it felt definitely yeah. that like the like final fight scene with a uh, Flamethrower was like Uh-huh. And then they like they I felt like they dragged that out for at least five minutes of like There's more. Wait, can I tell you how I would (laughs) have
2: ended the movie? Tell me. I would have... Okay, huge spoiler alerts. Spoiler alert. For people that are listening to this. So, at the very end, there's this crazy badass character that is moving so fast and fighting so clean. And you're like, who the fuck is this masked person and then he takes off his mask, and it's another Will Smith. Right. Okay. Kay. How would you have ended it? So, I think I know what you're going to say. The way I would have ended it would be that all three of these Will Smiths, uh, you know, finish fighting Clive Owen, and then they stumble upon a factory with
0: millions of Will Smiths. Okay, I did not see that coming. I did that thought. I thought you were going to say it was going to be uh, Clive Owen. You know what I mean? It would have been Clive Owen instead of uh, Will. But actually, your thing makes more sense. I think that could have been an easy. I'm glad follow up for I'm glad that continuation about, to the
1: movie. I'm glad you were thinking about like Clive Owen cloning himself because that is actually one of my what the fuck moments. Is that is a pretty major plot hole. Like, why didn't he clone himself?
2: Yeah, he just he already I, understood that Will
0: Smith is the best. Yeah, basically, yeah. right. He, that's that's the whole point of it. He but, he went after Will Smith, Because right, he was so he's he, the best. Henry he, in this
1: case, he understands that Henry is the best, and that's the one that he wants to make a super soldier out of. But at the same time, this man throughout the the movie is literally like. Fuck everything. Like, I have money. I have power. I have clones. Fuck yeah. Do it. Wait. Go d- shoot him up. Like, he doesn't care. Check <laughs> check
2: this out. Okay. So you know how I secretly like to make some weird timeline. He, um, he does his own head For continuity of time. certain films. <laughs> and I just like to tie them together. Okay. So, Will Smith. Gemini Man. Is actually a sequel to Suicide Squad because he's dead shot. And far into the future, when he gets old and he ends up getting cloned on this secret mission, okay, then he just never dies. And then eventually he'll figure out. When when uh, the world starts dying from, from different viruses <laughs> and it ends up just being him by himself, he is I Am Legend.
0: And that's how you, you tie those three movies together. That's a fun little yeah. thought process. I like that. Yeah. I could see how that could be connected. Yeah.
1: But in uh, an alternate timeline, right, where right. he doesn't become the man, the killer Henry. He actually instead becomes the world's magical black caddy, the Legend of Bagger Vance.
0: Ooh, ooh. So when does when does hitch happen? Oh, At- that's
2: that's after the Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, that's gotta but if you be. go way, okay. way, 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 way back to when he was actually originally cloned. He
1: was uh, just a genie in a lamp. Oh, shit. And because of how powerful genies are, there's a third timeline where he literally saved Earth again from aliens. Oh, my God. In a black That was suit. the third wish. Men in black. Ye- yeah,
0: well, that was, that was the third wish that mm-hmm. Aladdin never used. But oh, in the oh, future of
1: Men in Black, where uh-huh. they already have so much sci-fi technology for Men in Black... That's where in the far future I robot. And he was also <laughs>
2: cloned so many times that he was turned into Hancock,
1: <laughs> which is the prime oh, powerful shit. version of Will Smith. He, he is the, he's the one. He was the original
2: one. The one which is also a fantastic Jet Li movie which I think was. I think that Jet Li's <laughs> The One does this kind of uh-huh. Even though it's it's a it's a different take, I think yeah. I think the
0: one does a better job at telling the story. I think you're right. I think we should go through Jet Li's discography and Film- talk about how all those movies connect to one another. Well, Jackie okay. Jackie
2: Chan has Let's a, talk about Jackie it. Chan, Jackie Chan, Chan has, has a discography. discography.
1: Jinx uh-huh. Jet Li
2: has a filmography thing discography. <laughs> filmography it's okay thank jackie chan Jet Li, bruce lee bruce lye uh chuck norris they all look the same especially chuck it was norris. definitely he's got the, just me using line. the wrong term
0: <laughs> <laughs> so flamed uh n- that was great guys thank you and i'd love to get into some badass moments if if that's cool yes Do uh all right
1: be- just before we get into that because i always gotta get one in
0: just one. one. Finger. This movie was
1: actually really plausible on ammo count. They, guns were not on screen long enough. Firefights were not long enough to warrant the implausibility of he didn't fucking reload. Like, I didn't get a good look at his gun. It could have been a Glock. It, there's several 9mm, but in general those have a capacity over uh, around 9 to 10 and, and climbing kind of deal. Like for the pistol shootout scenes and then i counted granted i might have missed a few 25 when he was using the weird ak as a sniper that that one is in particular like there's a lot of moments where i was just like oh this is this is an unreasonable bullet counting this is pretty okay unfortunately it wasn't tactical and showing us all the reloads it gets only half a point for
0: that And that was Junior's bullet count. Uh, Next time on Junior's bullet count, he will count how many jelly beans was in that jar at Starbucks. There was not enough jelly
1: beans in that in that jar at all to have fired out of that gun. There just wasn't (laughs)
2: enough. And yoga pants.
1: Oh yeah. Yoga pants make my butt look bigger. I hear that's what the guys like. Big butts. They they really
0: do get like that pump. And
1: sometimes they cannot lie. Like the other brothers. Don't deny. Exactly. Yeah. That when a yoga butt walks in with like a like a like a like an itty bitty waist and a round thing Mm -hmm. gets in your face. Uh huh. Sometimes you're sprung. And I
2: want to get with you and take your picture. This episode has a lot
0: of good bits. <laughs> it does. I'm going to mm, I'm gonna take a scissor to that. And I'm just going <laughs> to slice and dice. Slice and dice. Uh, my badass moment was the encounter that um, Henry has with his clone in Colombia. Uh, and there was no cocaine. Was, <laughs> and there was no cocaine anywhere. I was like... Alright, good for you, Columbia. You guys are getting rid of your problem. You know, <laughs> you went to rehab and 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 you're turning yourself around, okay? Uh I I just really like the the super awesome sniper fight all the way down to like how ruthless and relentless junior, aka the clone, oh no, was I'm with ruthless. the motorcycle. Fuck.
1: I will oh, fuck you, you up. N- you are Wu Tang. You are Wu Tang. I will uh, I will but, fuck them up like uh, Wanderlust
0: with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Please clean all the phlegm off of the microphone. There's After none on it. I, yeah, I looked I,
2: away.
0: I'm definitely not using that mic next time.
1: It's okay. Mine has a sticker on it. It's supposed to be mine.
0: That's why. I think that's specifically why we did that. Uh, but no, it was. it was really like, it was one of those moments where you were really... Afraid for Henry at least I was I was like yo Henry is being Overwhelmed by By his clone and Like just one raw move you Felt like Could have fucked him up bad I and, and- Will support your Argument here with
1: It is complete like it, it Was the first time In pretty much We can we can you know Theorize that pretty much in, t- in His entire life since like training that he ever had something right. Something feel kind of dangerous. And yeah, like it was it was really, really crazy because when he finally catches a glimpse of Junior's face, you know, and he like hesitates like what the fuck did I just look at?
0: Yeah, in the mirror. Right? Yeah. Like that's crazy. that is a
1: that was a really, really well done scene in general because it delivers a like okay. Yeah, we saw all the fucking trailers for Gemini Man. Yeah. Yeah. We already know that it's Will Smith versus young Will Smith. Yeah. But the point is is that that scene really delivers that kind of in the in the like storytelling shock of
0: what the fuck am i'm looking at me yeah it was <laughs> really impactful i feel it had the same impact if we didn't know that that's what the movie we were we were going into so i agree sir you're welcome uh, well agreed
1: well agreed do you disagree or agree with what we just said because we said it again while you were agreeing to disagree agree i'm gonna
0: No, no no i'm still oh yeah
2: i'm gonna have to uh let that sprinkle and mingle in my
1: thoughts
0: <laughs> uh,
1: what badass, badass moments Good do you guys have? Moment. Good badass moment. My personal badass moment is proof that I am a big fat fanboy and that is Mary Elizabeth Weinstead's first fight scene in the like in the like little shack. Yeah. Like that was pretty brutal. That was fucking badass.
0: That was oh, really shit. cool. That was very memorable. I still think about you know, how she handled it. <laughs> it, it was really awesome. When she handed Will uh, mm-hmm. certain items, when she walked out of that hut, I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it for y'all.
2: Yeah. My yeah. badass moment was the 3D in this film. I can't get over how good the 3D looked. Really good. It was so good. It was there was at the beginning the scene of Will Smith using the sniper rifle. The sniper rifle was coming out of the screen. Damn! Like I reached, that's crazy. I reached my hand out, and I felt, <laughs> I felt hard, cold metal. Mmm. Mm. And when um, when the wind blew by my face, I smelt. The long
1: strands of grass. smell smelled kind of like butter to me for a different reason.
2: But I could also yeah, smell s- the engine from the train. Okay. As everything sped by so quickly. And it was so
0: much stress.
2: Trying to make sure that I shot the guy just right. Before the train went in to the cold, dark tunnel. And then everything flashed as I took a deep breath and pulled the trigger
1: and hit the guy in the neck. I'm not sure if that was a vagina
0: monologue or not. (laughs) You asshole. (laughs) I think I might actually have to put uh, uh, like an audience clapping in that one then. So that... (laughs) <laughs> um I'm just glad you guys let me do that. That's pretty good. No, yeah, yeah. no, please. Yeah. We got to let you get those.
1: That was also a very very badass moment and another badass moment for me for uh just to close close it out because I didn't get to talk about it really at the beginning of the podcast is honestly this high frame rate for me was amazing. I thought that Going like just after we had watched it, I was like, that was amazing. I wonder like if like that was just so fucking cool. There was so much cool shit going on all the time. I felt like at hundred and twenty frames because I've played so much games, like I understood why Angly wanted to showcase how smooth how how different it feels and how crazy things were because if you play a game at 60 frames with motion blur a lot of the times the motion blur honestly just feels like shit it's just like i already get real life lag from my brain processing the fact that my hand's moving a little bit too fast you know but like right at, a, at 120 frames it felt so natural for a lot of those transitions to just suddenly go from, like, piggybacking off of Nikansi's badass moment of, like, pink mist, basically. Like, it was insane to see how smooth and how fast everything was going and how they wanted to shoot that, like, entire opening scene. Like, just seeing everything, it felt natural, and it's weird, because for me, I could, I understand where Nakansu was coming from, where it took him out of the film, but for me, I was like, I just, I want this all the time. I want, I want this to be this smooth all the time, and yeah, and I think that's what, uh, Ang
0: Lee is trying
1: it, right? Yeah, He's like trying to he was showcasing encourage. that kind of technology. And the actual craziest part is knowing that what we saw still wasn't the like prime time one hundred and ten percent version of the movie he wanted, right? Like we Ugh, only saw it in two K at one hundred and twenty.
2: I want to see it in just a regular twenty four frames per second showing. And see what I think about the movie then. It's just two hours is a lot of running time to swallow.
0: Yeah. Oh. Do you guys want to get into your uh, number ratings or did you have anything else to add? I do want to get into the number rating.
2: Oh. 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 I'm going to give this movie uh, a six out of ten. Amazing technology. Uh, But I felt that they could have put the story together a little bit better. I mean, there are high notes, but a lot of the storytelling kind of felt, you know, like uh, just a regular action film, which is nothing wrong with that. But I just wanted a little bit more from Ang Lee since he's made so many good films like The Life of Pi.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mountain.
2: That's point. I was I was just expecting a little bit more connection to the characters.
1: I pur- I purposely said Back Mountain by the way. It's it's kind of crazy,
0: you know, that he did those two That is kind of crazy, yeah. Um I am going to uh for you know, there's a lot of reasons why this movie should be a 6 out of 10 for me, but I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And I could sit here and nitpick it, but I I sincerely enjoyed it. And I understand that the concept is kind of outdated, right? Clones have your clones fight our clones and then nobody has to go to war. I get it. I get it. But I think the I think Will Smith and and his supporting cast delivered such an awesome performance that it, it gave it that extra point to push it up to a 7 out of
2: 10. So I think I I might have given it a 7 out of 10 if I watched it at 24 frames per second. Just watching it at 120 frames took me out of the movie too much. I got gotcha. you. It took me yeah. way out of the movie. I was like yeah.
1: that, like that's why I was talking about it was cuz it it is kind of weird. It is. It like, looked.
2: We- it looked weird. Like At most of the time, I'm like this a lot this of the times weird. that you
1: were saying, like this looks it looks weird. Lo- it looks weird. Like <laughs> a lot of times weird. for me, I was just like, this is fucking bad. Like, I almost, wish I had a machine that could do this shit all the time. It was this almost so distracting.
0: Cool. I was like, this looks weird. I was riding. Yeah, the high I train. think I think you would have. Mm-hmm. This would have been one of those few times, Cons, that you would have enjoyed just the 24 frame per second uh, showing because uh, I thought it
2: looked great. Yeah, the cinematography was amazing.
0: Uh, Mr. Khan, I believe we saved the best for last.
1: I legit was so fucking hyped once we sat down and we were seeing everything. And I thought that Will Smith and his supporting cast did an amazing job with what they were given with. Um, yeah, what they were given. And I also, like, I will say that I did expect... A little bit more from Angley on, on like, kind of like this writing, like the writing angle. And ultimately, all things considered, I still put this at an eight. I was so excited. So, I had so much fun. I thought it was amazing and beautiful and badass. The things that, you like, like I said a lot of times about the podcast and also what you mentioned for giving it a seven, like if you wanna nitpick a lot of these things, then it starts losing its value, and i like there's a difference between critiquing it and then just being like turned off and nitpicking it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. You you are not a, an employee at Rotten Tomatoes. So... <laughs> yeah. You actually still enjoy movies, unlike those people who are dead inside. Yeah.
2: I am a, yeah.
0: an employee at
2: Hidden Shadow Productions. That's right. We
0: still love movies we, over here.
2: And, and when you listen back to this, you'll be like, I don't know if Nakansi liked the movie or... Or dislike the movie. Because I always find something that's good about the movie.
0: Which yeah. is just our podcast no, in general. We, we like talking about the things we like. <laughs> I think I think it's probably just how, you know, the 3D, bro. I think that's probably what fucked with you. Or, or the 120 uh, frames per second. It had to have that, been the uh,
1: 120 that, that messed up uh, his experience. Because like I, like I said, for me, it's like, I wish that I could just have my computer do this all the time. I think that was another thing that made it really amazing for me is I was literally the whole time just thinking this is like having a really, really badass computer and watching a really really long two hour cutscene for, for for a, a video, video game. game. Like it was yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: fucking badass the whole time. <laughs> no no for sure no it was god damn i would no i would watch it again honestly i i thought it was great i would watch this movie again it was a, it was a lot of fun and i was just like you june i was hyped when i was going in. i was like dude i'm excited i i haven't been excited for a movie uh in a long time and uh yeah for different um, for different
1: reasons like for, for like why you were excited like for like why you're excited like there's different reasons for you to be excited for stuff like i was excited for pomare and that was a beautiful 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 piece of work and then i was also excited for joker and this was a completely different level of like yo eh, like 120 frames of fucking insane action with two will smiths
0: (laughs) do you know what I could compare this excitement to is like the, the excitement you used to feel when you went to the movies like I don't know 15 years ago oh when we you know were wee I mean? babies a, when we were uh, little lads uh, and we uh, didn't know what we're going into the cast was cool the trailer looked cool and you were just stoked just on that little bit of information and it, and you didn't Know anything, and, and and that's how I felt going into this. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm in store for, but I'm excited. So, and luckily, uh, your excitement
1: uh-huh. didn't disappoint you.
0: Yeah, that, that, 100%. that's a I, very
1: very big thing about what you just said. That nostalgia of like, I don't know what I'm going into. That was what I is what I felt when we watched Adam's family. I was like, I did not know how they were going to like how they were going to portray the Adams family. I didn't know what kind of jokes they wanted to pull. Yeah. Side
2: note before we end this lovely podcast, Adams family was fucking amazing. Really? Yes. I had so much fun watching it. It was hilarious. The animation was fantastic and it was a great, uh, I would say origin reboot for the Adams family.
1: Like I could, huh. I, you, you should
2: check the ratings yeah. right now. The critics are loving it, and Charlize Theron is, um, is uh Morticia, Morticia. Yeah, mm. they they actually have a they have a fantastic cast. Mm-hmm. Chloe that's a good
1: Chloe. Yeah. Yeah, Chloe is my, Wednesday. Yeah, my my celeb crush. Who's is Nick? The voice Who of does Wednesday? Nick play? Nick Kroll. Yeah, Nick Kroll is the voice of the uncle, uh, Uncle Fester. Yeah, Uncle Fester, which is he's
2: fucking hilarious. And then Snoop Dogg is cousin It.
1: Which that one is hard to understand because of the way they wanted to do it, but it's freaking but hilarious. You you can yeah you can see this like. This goofiness from it. Um and then uh, I'm also it. uh Finn. Um Finn, Finn Wolfhard? I can't remember his name. Wolford. Yeah, Wolford. Yeah. The the kid from yeah. Stranger Things, I think.
0: Yeah. Played Pugsley. Yeah. Played
1: uh, Pugs Yeah. Yeah, like this was a really good cast. This was a cool cast and they did great and the movie was amazing. And it was super Snoop Dogg fun. was
0: cousin it.
1: Yeah. It long story short, it is a hairball pimp that like you don't understand what he's saying, but you understand what he's saying.
0: I uh, I get I, I get what you mean. I totally get what you mean. Um so that was a fun little mini recommendation. Uh why don't we wrap this up with some what the fuck moments? Uh, I got, I got one that actually touches back to the beginning about the villain, Do um, we. Clive Owens or, uh, in the movie he was Clay varus Um, I, I just feel like they, they, they really Ang Lee or, or, you know, whoever the writers were, they really made you empathize with Junior or the clone, um, Everybody should be empathizing with me. Damn it! Everybody should. I am a a beautiful soul and (laughs) a beast. But it was just like an emotional mindfuck. Like when you find out, like okay, like yeah, June is finding out that he was a clone, but at the same time he was raised his whole life by. Clive Owens' character, Clay, we'll just call him Clay. Like he cared for him, he nurtured him, like he treated him like his own son. And, but at the same time, he just revealed to him that, yo, I cloned you to take the place of this guy. That's why you're going out to kill him because I want you to replace him. And it was just a mindfuck because, because he said, but I still love you. I'm still your father. And And when they were hugging each other, you could just, see the conflict in junior's eyes which again uh, a nod there to will smith uh on just delivering that confusion because i was just confused too i'm like do i hate clay or do i love clay i don't know what to feel right now so that was my what the fuck moment
1: uh similar vein and this one is actually a major spoiler so
0: should i say it anyways yeah say it's about a week after yeah
1: it's about a week after so my what the fuck moment is in a very similar vein to your what the fuck moment but instead it is the conclusion of this entirely and crazy insane ride and that is will or henry understands the emotional weight that is going on the craziness that is going on for junior to a degree right and tells him yeah no you can't you can't do that like you you can't kill your father you can't you can't do that and then shoots him and he like takes the gun from Yo. him and sh- I was just like this is the conclusion of both stories i did not know that i wanted this was amazing
0: it was crazy, because I thought, I, me too, bro, I thought for sure he was going to take him to jail. Which, yeah, I was, like, gonna take like him to jail. right?
1: You, you thought, like, no, no, no. We're, like, we're going to take him to jail. He's going to go to prison. No, fucking Will Smith just pop. Dead. <laughs> like, this is what, the, like, altogether, there are a lot of the dotes that I think that the movie hit correctly is why I gave it an eight. Absolutely, like, there are things that you know, maybe they weren't like the right notes as far as the entire, and the entire movie goes, but they hit the notes that I wanted it to hit. So I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I agree, dude. I think I think it was fantastic. Um, Nakase! Nakase, any, uh, what the fuck moments? Sorry, does.
2: I have a W tweet TF for who the fuck moment, Which I already said, but it was when Will Smith's third clone came running and gunning and had a fantastic fight scene.
0: That was like a shocker. I was like, "Yo, who who is this guy?" I was like, "Right." When I was like,
1: "God damn!" Clay saluted. Yeah,
2: him. I was like, "Damn, he got another one." Oh, no. I was like, "This Clive Owen, he's a bastard."
1: That, in particular, uh, is he one is of a those. a bastard. Normally, I tell you when I call something out, that one I actually didn't expect. I didn't expect that. Like, like you, like, I, Nakansi knows, and Alex should know by habit, like, when something happens and I'm sitting next to them and I thought about it, and I say, like, I called it. I called it. I fucking did it. This one, I was just like,
0: what? He came out of an- <laughs> <and laughs> He came younger? out of nowhere. What? Yeah. <laughs> But then when he started moving like that, it just all clicked together and you're just like, oh no. Right. Like, this is this spells disaster for our heroes. He's, He's too, too strong. strong. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And then on that awesome ass fucking note, guys, I think I think uh I think we're done. I think we crushed this. We have yeah, you have, you have we- quite a bit of editing to do. No-
2: there's some. He's like, you got some got,
0: good th- shit, but you got a lot of good shit. He think. Yeah, you know? I'll, I'll, I'll pick through it, y'all. I'll pick through it and thank you. And uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. For the end of the month, the last two movies. Well, we got two more movies coming. We got Maleficent the second, and then we. Well, got, we're doing Maleficent and Zombieland too. Yeah. Yes.
2: Together.
1: And then. Oh wait, that's one. Uh, that's one part. that's gonna be a good part.
0: Japan. it's gonna be fun Japan. uh but and we got a kung fu movie for you that's right uh, a halloween themed kung fu movie we're so excited uh this is our favorite time of year uh so make sure you guys give us a uh sh- shout out on uh apple Podcasts, uh five star review and we'll make sure we give you guys a shout out here on the podcast once again thank you for telling your friends about the show And uh, follow us at HSTSC33 on Instagram. Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber on uh, Facebook. Listen to our other podcast, Sidetrack podcast, that comes out every other Wednesday. And Desviado podcast, which is our Spanish podcast that comes out. The other Wednesdays in between. Which is,
1: uh, again, then- just shout out to Patty and Alex for being badasses and being bilingual. Meanwhile, myself here, you can f- follow me every day, almost every day, most of the days, weekly, monthly, <laughs> at twitch.tv forward slash cooking ninja carve. And eventually, someday, we will finally get me doing some more sort of other game related content like how many rpgs i've been beating lately how emotionally stunted i am from this endeavor uh what kind of sky do i think should be blue and what kind of sky should be gray yeah